Well, Blazer fans, welcome back to the Blazer Victory Podcast. John Duncan here, and I'm joined, as always, by my co-host, Steve Irvine. And guys, UAB was able to get the dub out in Huntington, West Virginia, for a second straight year as UAB defeats the Marshall Thundering Herd 21-14. to And Steve, I don't even know where to start, but it was definitely a uh, wonderful, cold uh, day from what I hear on social media out in Huntington. Yeah. <laughs> it was cold. Now, it was, it was Huntington in November. Of course, it's going to be cold. Uh, you know. <laughs> and I, w- I will say this, it was not as cold as the championship game. Yeah. Uh, so, so there was that, but, uh, it was still really cold, but, uh, yeah, just a great, you know, you know, like I like to say when, uh, you know, after a loss, you know, the sun did come up this morning everywhere, but Huntington, you know, and, <laughs> right. and not cause they lost. It's just the fact that the sun never comes up in Huntington because it's always gray, but, uh, but no, I mean, it was just a tremendous, uh, you know, uh, trip. I mean, it was, you know, and you can nitpick the game all you want and you can say, boy, it should have, you know, what it should have, could have, you know, boy, this, this, that, and the other. And there's a lot of that going on, but all that matters is they got to win, you know, I mean, yes. you got to win out of it and, and, you know, they're going to sit there and, you know, it's up to the team and the coaches and, the, you know, coaches and players to, to, uh, you know, fix the things that went wrong, but, but it doesn't matter. I mean, at the end of the day, it's a, it's a win, you know, and, and, um, that's the way I, you know, that's the way I look at it. You know, some people don't, some people want to, you know, only win a certain way. And that's, that's your prerogative. If you want to do that, I'm not going to do that. I'm, you know, came out with a win. There's a lot of great things that happened in that game. Uh, yes. a lot of guys stepped up. Um, you know, I think it was the great thing about it. It was a team, you know, it was a team effort. You know, I think that there was, Good things that happened all all the way through, you know, and there was, uh, you know, some rough moments, but um, you know that place, that place is a tough place to win anyway. Oh yeah. Uh, you know, for for a lot of reasons, but then on the weekend, this weekend of the anniversary of the crash, it's you know there are a lot more, you know, it's it's, it's a lot, you know, it's a tougher, it's an even tougher place to win, and to go in there and and you know do what you know UAB did, and you know. I mean, there was no doubt to me when that game ended who the better team was. I mean, it was there was nothing, nothing flukish about it. There was nothing, you know, uh, you know, there's, you know, there was no. It wasn't because of a bad call here, a bad call there. I mean, the best team won that game, and yeah. and and that was what uh, that was what was encouraging. And um, you know, now we now we move on and think about the next one. You know, obviously, we have, you know, we got to talk about that one first, but then move on to the next one. And um, you know, hey. You know, right now UAB's two and zero in the playoffs. You know, I mean that's what that's what this thing's been. It's been a four game playoff to try to get to the championship game, and you know they're into the uh, I guess it would be the semifinals uh, of of the playoffs. So uh, we'll we'll see. Yes, yeah, but definitely. And honestly, Steve, this game had almost the same feel as the championship game did last. You know, UAB jumped up early and you know kind of held on and. Um, you know, squeaked out a victory. And I mean, like you said earlier, you know, everybody can't be happy. You know, of course, you know, it would have been good to run away with the game, but there was no doubt that UAB was the better team yesterday in Huntington, like on all three, you know, phases of the, uh, of the ball, you know, and that was one thing too, you know, obviously defense performed very well and we'll get into that offense did well, but I was really impressed with special teams too, because Marshall, you know, they have a couple guys that, I mean, they've shown this year that they've returned multiple touchdowns on kickoffs and punts, but I thought special teams 
did a phenomenal job really all day um, in, at, at Marshall yesterday. Oh, I, I totally agree. I mean, I, you know, I think, it, you know, and, you know, in the punting game, it was, it was a hard day to punt with the wind. The wind was, was kind of weird. It was, you know, really, it really wasn't blowing one way or the other. It was blowing sideways and it would, you know, it was knocking some stuff down both ways. And, um, you know, to punt into that, I thought, uh, you know, I thought Greenwood did a, you know, a solid job. I mean, his, I don't know what his average was, but it certainly wasn't great, you know, c- compared to what he's has done, but, but I thought he did a good job. I thought the coverage units, like you said, they've got some dangerous guys. I thought the coverage units were, were, were good. Uh, you know, uh, I thought for the most part, Starling Thomas did a really good job of catching the football and not, you know, yes. not, not allowing, you know, there were some that they got rolls up, but those were ones that you just couldn't get to. I mean, it wasn't, you know, one that he just made a mistake. It's just, you know, that guy was a terrible punter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, but he got a lot of results out of it, you know, just by rolls and whatever. Um, but, um, it, it just, you know, I, I, I agree. I think that special teams, you know, once again, was a, was, was a, uh, a strength, you know, and, and I thought, you know, all the way through, I thought it was it. And, you know, you talked about how similar it was a championship game. It's funny you say that because Trey Raglan and I on a, on a, on a flight home last night, basically spent the whole hour talking about how, how crazy it was that it was the same game, <laughs> you know, yeah. exact, you know, I mean, there was obviously a little, you know, difference here and there but it it was it was the same script it was the same same thing you know i mean uab dominated both games and still had to hold on to win but got great plays by the defense got timely plays by the defense and and you know uh, some some big plays by the offense and and so uh yeah it was the same script and and unfortunately it was the same result that's what <laughs> chaos and uh and and again we we, we came home happy Yes, and hey, I bet Trey was uh, happy to get inside the plane to get warm for being on that side. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he was a cold. He was cold. Yeah, it was. Uh, he. I don't know how many layers he had on, but it was a bunch, and uh, and it just, um, you know. And then I talked to another friend of mine, Edwin Dixon, who does the um, yeah the headsets. He said he had a one of those uh, heat packs, those little heat things, uh, the hand warmer and heat things. He had one in each shoe and one in each glove, and <laughs> and he said he still was cold as as could be. So, uh, yeah, and um, and I think a lot of it, you know, last night and really even in in the championship game was because of wind. You know, I mean, it yeah. was the, the wind on both those games was really blowing good. And you know, if it was still, you know, it would you'd have been okay, but it wasn't. I mean, in either of those games, so it, it's tough, and that's tough. You know, it's it's tough for. Uh, for UAB visiting teams coming in there and then playing that stuff. Cause you're not that accustomed to it. Now I'll say this, when we got off the plane, you know, last night, uh, as soon as we stepped off, I heard somebody say, man, it'd have been cold if we had played here too, you know? And, and yeah. so, cause it was cold. When we got off the plane too. So the, the temperature wasn't that much different. And really in a championship game is the same thing. The temperature was about the same in Birmingham as it was in, mm-hmm. in Marshall, but it's just a, it's just a, it's a heavy cold there, you know, it's, yeah. a, it's a little different. I mean, and maybe it's cause it's the wind. I don't know what it is, but it's just, it's just, it's just a little, it might be the same temp, but it seems a lot worse, you know? And, and so when, you know, they, they see it every day up there. And, and so they're a little more used to it, I think, but, um, but I, you know, once you start playing, you know, you don't, you know, you sort of lose, you know, especially for the guys playing on the ones that have the hard time and the, you know, the ones that have stand on the sideline the whole game, you know, yeah. like, 
that's the hard one. The ones playing, it's I don't know that it affects you that much. Yeah. Well, I guess let's go ahead and talk about uh, Dwayne McBride. You know, we've been uh, hitting on, you know, if he can get 20, 20-ish carries. He ended up with 25 carries, over 108 yards and two touchdowns. Just looked phenomenal in that ball game. And this is exactly, you know, what we – you know, thought that Dwayne would be able to do starting the season, but it was just great to finally see him get, you know, over 20 carries and really just take control of this ball game. Yeah. That's what, you know, and it needed all 25. You need every, yeah. every one of them. And, and, you know, he, um, he had a couple of really nice plays. that, you know, the one, the one 15, 16 yard touchdown round was oh, when he was, juked was, that guy. Uh, yeah. That was, that was a thing of beauty. I mean, you know, and then the first one, the, the short one, he flat ran through Abraham Beauplant, Beauplant mm-hmm. who's their, you know, was probably their best, was their best defender last night. And he, I mean, it was one on one, and he just ran right through him, didn't slow down. And so you saw how good he is. You know, he uh, he cramped up at the end, and and um, for what I understand, probably had to get some uh, some fluids put in him. You know, uh, so he, you know, he still had a little problem with that, uh, but but he earned it. You know, what yes, I mean, he did. did Twenty five carries and and. Um, 25 tough carries. And I think that, you know, there was a lot of times, you know, like the 99 yard drive, he had to make some tough, tough runs getting out of that end zone. And, uh, and I think that wears you out a little bit as a, as a player, you know, cause you got to make some tough physical runs. And, and I tell you what, I was very impressed with Marshall's run defense, rush defense. Yes. A lot better I, than what they looked on. Oh, table. absolutely. <laughs> I thought they tackled well, they were physical, they, um, you know, they did a good job up there, you know, uh, and so, uh, you know, he was, he was getting hit pretty good and, um, you know, he was dishing it out too, but he was getting hit pretty good. So I thought, I, I just thought it was a tremendous day for him, uh, to, to sort sort of show that, you know, and I know he's sore today. I can guarantee he's sore oh, yeah. and tired today, but, uh, but that's great. That's what he needed. You know, that's what that team needed. They needed him to do that and he stepped up and I'm, you know, I'm proud of him, and they're proud of him, you know, because uh, he really stepped up. Yeah, Debo's the man, man. It was great to see him uh, go beast mode again this week. And But, yeah, it's it's tough, you know, going from, you know, eight carries a game, ten carries a game, and then you're getting 25. Like, it, it's tough. So, I, right. I know he's beat up, but, yeah, like you said, it needed all 25 of those carries. Um, now, Dylan Hopkins – played a hell of a game. Um, you know, he was only 13 of 18 stat wise, um, but 250 yards. Um, and you know, that, that late rushing touchdown, uh, to go up 21, um, 14 was a huge for UAB. You know, when we saw Debo go out and I think Larry Wooden came in, I was wondering if they were going to hand it off to Wooden, but Hopkins just took it himself and found the end zone, which he's done. He's done, um, you know, in Louisiana tech game and other games as well. But, he also had just a couple key runs late in that game too to yeah. you know get a first down. And you've got to give Dylan Hopkins. I mean, this is the second game in a row that you know he's just made some really good decisions on just deciding, hey, nothing's there. Let me just see what I can can what I can get in the open field. And you know, a couple times getting the first down, which was huge for UAB, especially on that last drive. Yeah, I mean, he converted the third and nine. You know, when mm-hmm. when they had the the holding call that they didn't take and. And you know, decided to keep it at third and nine, and and uh, and he he gets nine and a, nine and an inch, you know, or, or yeah. him, you know, and and really did it by being physical, and and uh, yeah, I think you know, I think his decision making was tremendous. Uh, you know, the sacks, 
he really hadn't didn't have a chance. I mean, there's mm-hmm. there's times this year where you where where you can legitimately be critis- critical of his not getting rid of the ball at times this year. I, you couldn't be that at all, I think, yesterday. I mean, I thought he really did a good job. On his sacks, he just didn't have a chance to get rid of the ball. It wasn't that he held it too long. It wasn't, you know, he just he just didn't have a chance. So when he had a chance to get rid of it yesterday, he did. When he had a chance to get out of there and, like you said, get out of there and make a play, he did. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he delivered the ball, you know, on time. You know, I think there was only one ball. Uh, he, he had Shropshire, I, I think it might have been the second quarter, might have been or third court. I'm not sure when, but he had Shropshire one time deep and underthrew it. And, and Shropshire had to come back and kind of battle with, with the DB. I think it was Stephen Gilmore and, and didn't make the play. And that was really the only, to me, it was really the only throw he missed. I mean, yeah. I thought he, I thought he, I thought he hit every other throw available. And um, William could have had something to do with that too, where it knocked it down. It, it could have. Yeah, it could have, because it was knocking down a lot of things. So yeah, that that's probably what it was, you know? And, and uh, because he had to get it out there pretty good, it wasn't like you know. I mean, he was open behind him, but I mean, it was a sixty-yard throw, or whatever it may be. And and so he had to get out there good. And it just was a little unthrown. But other, like I say, other than that, he didn't miss a throw. And mm-hmm. and he didn't he didn't miss an opportunity to to get rid of it when he you know when he had to. And um, so I yeah I I mean I on the radio last night I gave him our player of the game. You know I thought he was you know I, I thought what he did to manage that game and, and make that manage the game really make plays in the game mm-hmm. was, was huge, you know? And, um, so I, I thought he played tremendous, you know, tremendous. Now he came out a little banged up, you know, he had, he missed, you know, I didn't even notice it to be honest with you. Tyler Johnson actually took the last two snaps. Yeah. And I noticed he kind of got hit on when they were trying to run the clock out there. And I think a guy either stepped on his hand or, or, you know, uh, did hit it, hit him in the hand, you know, not that I was throwing his, his other hand. He's fine. I mean, he's not hurt, but mm-hmm. I think they got him out of there because they thought, you know, I don't want him to get hurt in this situation. Yeah. Um, so they put Tyler in the last two plays, but, um, you know, so he came out a little, you know, a little banged up. Uh, but I think a lot of that was because he's played physical, you know, and he got in there and, and, um, uh, bumped him around a little bit. So proud of him, you know, great game. No doubt. And Steve, real quick, going back to that victory formation at the end when Tyler came in, what was the, I, I guess I'm still confused about what Clark was saying. Cause I listened to the post game um, with you guys and Clark was saying that they were trying to run out the clock with a victory formation, but the ref said that they couldn't do that because it was, yeah, victory format. what the, was the, the deal there? The, yeah. And which, which I think the ref's wrong in this cause he, he was told by the ref <laughs> directly that you cannot, do it. You don't cannot delay a victory formation kneel. So what? basically, what he was saying that the ref told him that you have to take the snap and go right down on your knee. Okay. Well, they needed to run a few seconds off to to ensure right with, with his play out. to ensure right. So so that's why they had had to go into the, uh, the shotgun in those first and second down because he wanted to delay it, which I think. I've never heard that. And, and, and coach said after the game said, that, you know, in 33 years of coaching, I've never heard a, a guy say that. Yeah. Cause you um, see it all the time on other games where, you know, you go into victory formation and you just wait until somebody gets in the backfield right. and take the knee. Yeah. Right. I think that's part of it. And, um, but the, the, the guy directly told him that, you know, according to coach, he said that, he, you know, he, the guy came to him mm. and said, coach, you can't, you know, you, you can't do 
you know, you can't delay the victim, you know, the sta- the uh, kneel, the kneel down really basically what it is. And, um, I, it's the first time I've ever heard that. And, yeah. and so that's why, that's why they went to the shotgun. Cause they were going to go the traditional, uh, you know, and then, and have them stand there until somebody came and then kneel down, you know, like you see every week. Right. And, um, uh, so, so that was a little strange situation, but you know, but I, you know, I will say this, I thought that they adapted on the fly really well to that. I thought that was a good coaching, you know, instead of just, you know, you, cause you do have to change it a little bit. And, um, so, so they did a good job of running out and then, you know, he even said on the radio that, that, you know, that basically they were within one second of having to punt that thing, you know, so mm-hmm. they, they literally ran out. They literally had to, you go run out every second. And, uh, so, you know, it worked out well. Uh, again, it's just, you know, when, when you're doing it that way though, when you try to kill time, you got guys really running full speed at you and, and, yeah. and, you know, having a hard time stopping. Uh, so that's why they got Dylan out of there. And uh, like I say, guys hand, I don't know if he have stepped on it. Where I, I watched the replay last night to try to tell if I try to see if I could tell what happened. And it was hard to tell, uh, but, you know, but, he, you know, he's going to be fine. And just, again, it was just one of those weird things. Uh, yeah. And I can understand, yeah. though, if things were, like, chippy. But I felt like, you know, it, things weren't as chippy as it was in the championship game last year. Like, it, every, I don't remember seeing a lot of chippiness. I mean, of course, you know, you got some jarring every once in a while. But, I mean, the only way I could see maybe the ref stepping in is, like, if things were, like, super chippy and they just didn't want somebody to take a cheap shot. Um on Hopkins or something, but I didn't really see that all, all day. Um, so no, I'm I you're right. I mean, you're right. It wasn't as chippy as a championship game, but, but it was, there was some, you know, there, there's some potential there. I mean, it was, you know, that's a frustrating loss, you know, when you're yeah. losing that and it's frustrating loss and, and, um, and for anybody, it's it, it just not a really a Marshall UAB thing. I think that's just a natural thing that, you know, you're frustrated at that point. And, um, you know, and, and the it, other thing is you've got to, you've got to kind of play full speed there if you're Marshall, because yeah. you've, you've got to stop the clock as quick as you can. Mm-hmm. And you can't just stand there and let him stand there or run around. I mean, you've got to, you, you've got to go make a play. And, uh, you know, I think that's what the guy was doing on, on the first out play is, you know, he was trying to get back there and, um, you know, yeah, it probably looks a little cheap, you know, if you think about it, but, but I don't think so. Cause he, cause you can't just let them stand there, and run the clock out. <laughs> right. You know, you, you, you know, they're trying to run a clock out. You're trying to, you know, you're trying to preserve every second you can. Mm-hmm. So you're not just going to stand there and do nothing. So, um, I can understand it. Now I do think that the victory formation, even with the, even with the, um, you know, even if you can delay it a little bit, which you, you know, you can, everybody does it's not as quite as dangerous because you're not really coming from as far away. Yeah. You're still trying to get there and make sure he kneels, but it's more of a, just a quick, a bang, bang thing. Well, this, in this case you're running, you know, that guy probably ran 10, 12, 15 yards before he reached Dylan. So mm-hmm. you, you're doing that. You're, you're going full speed, you know, and cause you're trying to get there. And, and that, to me, that's that, that creates a little more, uh, you know, dangerous sort of possibility, mm-hmm. you know? So, uh, but yeah, I mean, it was a weird situation, you know, fortunately it worked out time-wise that, that, you know, for UAB it worked out that they didn't have to punt the ball and, um, you know, got to celebrate the win. 
Definitely. Well, wrapping up the offense, Steve, we've got to talk about Garrett Prince and Trace Robshire. You know, both 100 yeah. yards receiving and Garrett Prince, man, on that last drive, that big, what was it like a 50, yeah, 51 yard uh, catch and just yards after the catch. My goodness, it's just so, so fun just watching him after the catch just run with that speed and get around guys. Well, and get through guys. I mean, you know, through, it, yeah. it, it was, it was amazing on that play, just how much he just went. He just said, I, I, you're not going to tackle me. You know I mean? Mm-hmm. You know, and, and, and I think, you know, we were talking, Trey and I were talking on the plane about this is, is, you know, he, he asked me just straight up. He said, pick one play that you thought was the, the, you know, the biggest play of that game. And, um, you know, we both kind of thought about it a minute and, and both of us said that play right there because, you yep. It came at such a time when the momentum had really swung back the other way. It came at a time. It was a type of play that wasn't just a, a big play. It was a big play that was, there was effort. You know yes. what I mean? It was, you know, cause really it was just a, you know, it was a, it was a simple, probably 12, 15 yard gain uh, that, you know, where he did a good job of getting open. Dylan did a good job of delivering it to him. They tackle you and you got a first down. You know, I mean, that's basically what it was. And you're moving the chains. You're, that was just move the chains. And yeah, if he didn't turn that into, <laughs> you know, a Superman play, you know, just uh-huh. shedding people, throwing people off. And I think that play right there that just it ignites a, an entire team. You know, uh, you know, I think if the defense over sitting on the bench, you know, resting and you get that first down, they go, OK, great. We got a first down. We get a little more chance to rest. That play happens and it ignites all of them. Then they're yes. up off the bench and then they're, you know, and, and I think that came and again, and the timing of it was perfect, you know, for, for UAB. And then just, it just got them back, you know, kind of got that edge back. And, and, and it was, again, it was a lot, it was cause it was all effort. Yes. And, and, you know, and a lot of it is his speed and he doesn't, you know, he doesn't give guys a, a great chance to hit him. Uh, but, but when they did, he just, he just, you know, just didn't, didn't go down. And so it was huge, you know, and, and, and that's just, you know, every game, man, he, he just makes plays that, that changes things. And, you know, a lot of it is cause he's such a, you know, he, he is a, a matchup problem by where he plays, but just, he just, I mean, it's just been sensational, you know, and his Shropshire's catches were huge. I mean, he, mm-hmm. you know, he made catches that were, uh, hey, that first you know. one he bobbled. I said, "Oh no!" <laughs> I know, no, but that that was a tough catch. I mean, you're it running was. full speed, and he doesn't he doesn't get it till really about his knee. I mean, mm-hmm. or maybe his you know like, like his thigh. But you know, you got to reach down. You know, usually when you're when you when you catch a deep ball, you're you're catching it high. Mm-hmm. You know, you're you're either, you're you're either catching you have your hands up or you know or or you know you catch it chest level at the you know at the lead, at the you know, worst. And, um, he, uh, he had to go down to get that thing running full speed, yeah. but yeah, but that was a bob. There was a bobble there, you know? And, and, uh, and, and I thing, still think he scored though. I thought he got in. He sc- I did too. And, and if he didn't score, cause we, we watched it last night really close. How you if gonna put he, it at the three yard line? Man? It's not, it's either at the one or one and a half Agreed. or it's, a, or it's a touchdown. I yes. mean, the three was crazy. I don't know where the heck they came up with the three at, but you know, they scored. So, you know, you don't worry <laughs> yeah. about that. I thought, I thought the worst play, the worst call of that play was the fact that they just ignored the holding of Steven Gilmore. He oh, yeah. grabbed when he, cause he was looking for the fade. And, and then when he turned the fade into a post, he was beat and he grabbed him. 
and they didn't call it. And I'm like, hey, I mean, and not that they would have taken a penalty, but I'm just, that should have been called. Obvious, but, yeah. But, and that was a great job of Shropshire at that point to, to, to be physical and run through the hold. Mm-hmm. You know, instead, instead of letting that throw them off, uh, off. So, so that even added to the making the catch tougher because you're, you are off stride a little bit. You know, he was back on stride by them, but still you had been thrown off early in the, in the route and yet still to make that play. I mean, it was tremendous, you know, and, and I wish, you know, I wish they would have given him a touchdown because that would have, you know, added to a day, you know, that would have been nice for him to have a touchdown, but, uh, you know, just big plays, two big plays and, uh, just, you know, again, that's what, that's what he does. And I couldn't understand. I mean, I said it uh, before the play started. I said, they got man coverage on Shropshire <laughs> with no safety help. I mean, they had cover zero and I'm like, you didn't watch a championship game last year, <laughs> right? <laughs> you didn't see what this guy did to you. Now I know they've got, I know they've got a lot of, 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 uh, you know, belief and trust in Stephen Gilmore, who's, you know, thought to be one of the best corners in the league and thought to be an NFL prospect. So I know that's part of it, that you got to trust your guys. And and he's good. Stephen Gilmore is really good. I just don't put, man, you know, cover zero on that guy, you know, especially, mm-hmm. especially early in the game at that point when, when an early play, when an early big play can, can just create momentum and, and kind of set tones. You know, I mean, I, I play a little more conservative at that point. And, you know, make him, you know, if he makes one of those plays where you got to go up over two guys and make a play, well, God bless him. You know, he made a play. <laughs> yeah. But I don't put a man, I don't just put man, you know, cover zero out there and say, you know, hey, we think we can cover him without him making a big play. He's proven he could do it. So I thought that was a little strange. Maybe a little, uh, you know, mistake. Um, but, uh, yeah, it was great to see Shropshire make plays there. He likes playing there, obviously. Yes, and, as well you know, there. <laughs> yeah, and you know, and Gary Prince was Superman. So uh, there you go. Yeah, and let's talk about just a, a couple other receivers before we move to the defensive side of the ball. Uh, Rajay Johnson Sanders, a couple key catches um, in the game. Uh, it was good to see Palmer get that ten uh, yard catch. But I really want to focus in on Ryan Davis. Yeah. It late in the fourth quarter, getting those two third down uh, receptions. Man, it was great to see him uh, back on the field. Or, you know, at least you know making a couple big plays again. Well, you know, he was back on the field. I mean, he, you know, he played yeah. a little bit, a little bit last week, uh, not a lot. And, you know, he's been, and that's, that last night was what I expected him to do all year long, you know, and if he was healthy, he would have, uh, you know, because that's, that's what I saw in camp and that's what they saw in camp of that's what he does. You know, he's, he's so, he's, he's so deceptively fast, uh, that, you know, the, the, the second, the second uh, catch he had where they, they brought him in motion and then turned him up quick and did a really good job. He sold it out and then cut it, you know, cut the end. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and it was, um, you know, just a great route and, and you know, he catches everything yeah. and that, that's, that was what he was going to do this year, you know, and, and healthy, healthy, he would have done that. And it was great to see him at key moments. I don't know that 15 yard penalty after that. I just, no. I, I wa- he was just celebrating it. Man. Well, I watched it last night and basically it's him and, and him and a, and a, and a Marshall guy are yapping at each other. And uh, I mean, that's every play. I yeah. Mean, so, so you, you know, you, you're going to, you're going to throw it on, you know, and now what we don't know is what exactly he said. <laughs> True. You know, now, now, you know, I'm not sure what exactly he said. Now, it could have been for what he said, uh, 
but uh, again, that's every play too. I mean, you, yeah. you know, you think they're when they're yapping at each other, you think they're well wishing each other. <laughs> no. I mean, you know, and you think there's there's clean language every time when they're yapping at each other. There's not. So again, I don't know what he said. I don't know what the call was. I thought it was a little excessive in in that situation. Um, because if you got to call that, you got to call it another place too. Yeah. Um, but the, the, it doesn't take away the two plays he made on that drive. I mean, you know, sure handed catches, uh, great routes to get, you know, it's separation. I mean, he's, you know, I said on the air last night and I, you know, I kind of said it earlier, he's, he's bring, he can bring you what a guy like Colin Lisa brought you, yes. you know, a, a guy that can, that can not only move the chains, which is kind of the biggest thing to do, but is so deceptive that he can get you that big play too. You, you know, you think like, okay, well, here's a possession guy. Well, he can beat you downfield too. And, and so I think now that he's healthy, you know, I think these, you know, going forward, you're going to see you know, what Ryan Davis can do, you know, and, and he's, you know, he's had, he's, he's had a tough year physically. I mean, it just was, and it started in camp and, uh, you just it had some bad luck, physical stuff. And, um, so he, um, that was great to see. It was great to see. Cause he's, he seems to be, uh, you know, kind of a guy seem to gravitate toward him a little bit too. And he's, he's, he seems to be kind of an emotional a little bit and, um, just kind of a guy that, that, uh, helps a team in a lot of ways, you know? And, and so, um, you know, I, I look forward to seeing what he could do the, the rest of the season. And, and it was really nice to see him do that last night. Yes, and another good thing before we move over to the defensive side of the ball, you know, zero turnovers, great. You know, everybody did their job. And time of possession, 37 minutes and 43 seconds to just 22 minutes for Marshall. So just took control of the ball game with that run game. Yeah, that's what you need to come in. You know, you you say about And the funny thing is you look at the run game and (laughs) officially they gained 88 yards. The sacks, yeah. Yeah, with the sacks and the kneel downs. Yeah. Uh, you know, and the, and the one bad, the, uh, the one bad snap, you know, early in the game, that's 11 yard loss right there. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so you had a lot of, you know, it, it's not going to look as good on paper, but who cares about paper stats are for <laughs> losers, man, yeah. you know, and, and, um, but you know, I really thought they controlled the game and they certainly control the clock, uh, you know, but, but it also, it also helps that, you know, Dylan was, you know, seven of his first seven. Yeah. You know, cause the clock doesn't stop, you know, if, if you're completing it, it doesn't stop. So it's almost like a running game, like almost like you're controlling the clock there too, with your, you know, as long as you're complete passes. And right. so that, that helps also. Well, looking over on the defensive side of the ball for UAB, just a really dominating effort, you know, only giving up 269 total yards to this Marshall offense. That's one of the best in the country. Um, one of the key, uh, when you do look at the stats, only gave up one of 12 on third down attempts. That is insane, man. Yeah, and, and yeah. you know, a few of those were third and short too, which Marshall had been good at all year. But UAB, you know, especially that defensive front, the guys up front were able to get, get back to the quarterback very quickly and just put pressure on Grant Wells. And, you know, luckily, you know, threw some bad balls. And also luckily that, you know, had a couple receivers drop some balls again today. So that, that was good yeah. just all around for the UAB defense. Key drops. I mean, they have yes. some key drops now. I mean, they were, you know, and I mean, I, I said it probably too much during the game, and I certainly said it before too. Is if you get Grant Wells, you know, if he if he if he stands back there and has time to throw, he's good. Yes. I mean, his his arm strength and and I mean, he 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 throws a pretty ball now. I mean, he you know, so if you give him time to do that, 
But if you if you confuse him at all, and certainly if you get back and get in his face a little bit, he just gets. I mean, he had one he had one ball. I don't remember what what quarter it was where he threw a little uh, pass pass across the middle, probably about a four yard pass to to Ali, I believe it whose it was, and um, and a, and I think it was Moultrie, I believe, was coming in, in his face, and he was so flustered he threw the ball about. 7,000 miles an hour. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he threw it about as hard as he could and there was no chance in the world that Ollie was going to be able to catch that ball. Mm-hmm. And, and it was all because he was flustered. In my opinion, it was all because he was flustered. I mean, that that's a play. And, and he was open. I mean, it was a play that was going to convert, you know, got to move the chains. If you just make uh, you know, and I'm not saying you got to, you know, feather it in there, but you, you certainly don't have to throw it as hard as you have to, as hard as you can. And it was yeah. because there was some pressure there. Now there was only two sacks. One of them though, Kyle Harrell is, oh, yeah. is, has been such a big part of this. And you just don't, you know, he's, he's one of those unheralded guys, you know, you just, you, you just <laughs> yeah, but, nice. but he, when he's on the play, when he's on the field, he makes plays. And, and that, that sack he had on the last drive there, that was Wells a big didn't even know play. Was coming, man. No. And he <laughs> shot, well, you know, he was, he was, he was, Alex Wright was coming from the other side and had him had him moving. So Alex Wright made a really nice play to get in there too. And he thought he had gotten away from Alex Wright. And Kyle Harrell, I mean, you talking about shooting out of a cannon now. <laughs> yeah. He just flew and, and and made that play. And that's a huge, huge play. And you know, that was only there was only two sacks. Um and and, and so you sort of look at it and go, well, they only sacked him twice, but I really thought they impacted him. You know, I really yeah. thought that they did a good job. And everybody, I mean, I thought Kelly Sanders, I thought, uh, Moultrie, uh, you know, uh, certainly Alex Wright had some, was back there. Some, um, you know, Kyle Harrell, you know, some, some of the inside guys, you know, I thought they did a good job of, of, of making them uncomfortable yes. and, um, you know, you know, and, and honest, and, you know, you know, and you hate to say this, but it doesn't really take a whole lot to make him uncomfortable. He's just not one of those guys that's comfortable with pressure in my opinion, you know, just mm-hmm. from what I've seen. And, um, so, but they did a good job of that. You know, they, they impacted the game and they certainly impacted the game, uh, up front of the running game. I mean, that was to that, to me, that's the key to the game. Yes. They, they did not let, you know, Rasheen Ali have a, have any, you know, they didn't give him anything. Mm-hmm. And, um, and that was, that to me was the key. That was the key because if you, if you make them one dimensional in that dimension, uh, you know, then it's tough. It's tough for them. So that that was tremendous. And I thought, I mean, everybody. I mean, I, there were everybody in the front seven. Well, you know, I thought the whole defense run support was just tremendous. You know, I thought, you know, just never let it get going. Um, you know, you got to give the linebackers a lot of credit. I thought Noah Wilder played really well. Charlie Benton came Benton in. Benton looked good. Yeah. Oh yeah, he made some plays. You know, and he came in when when. Tyler Taylor went down, you know, and, and, and in a time where you had to have somebody step up and, you know, coach said after the game, we asked him about it after the game. And, you know, he said, Charlie Ben was, was, had been bagged up, you know, but he came in and played and, uh, you know, I mean, you look at that linebacker spot, you know, cause you know, of course, of course Chris Mullen had, you know, he had moved back to linebacker by for all intents and purposes, mm-hmm. you know, he's out for the year. Uh, you know, you got, uh, Deshaun Oliver was missed the last two games. He's out. You know, uh, you got Charlie Benton bagged up. Jalen Rayham was not with him last night. He was out. He was hurt. Um, so you're all of a sudden talking about basically you're, you know, you had Tyler Taylor and Noah Wilder 
and that's it, you know, with, with Benton being banged up a little bit too. And Benton had to play, you know, because he, he was banged up. He wasn't, he wasn't out, but you know, you're, you're, you're real thin there. And, uh, and I thought they, you know, being thin there, they just played tremendous, you know? And, and so I thought that was a big part of the game. And, and, and that's, and that's what I asked him after the game too, is coach ask coach after the game is it's amazing how this defense has, has thrived through the next man up mentality. Mm-hmm. You know, where we're, they've had so many injuries, you know, on defense particularly, and you almost don't even notice it, you know, unless you're really paying attention because the next man up is stepping up and making huge plays, you know, and, 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 you know, whether it be, you know, an interior guy that was good to see, uh, Isaiah Forte was back last night and that was good to see, you know, he had missed several games up front and Fisbick Williams was, you know, back in there full time. So they were a little healthier up front, but you know, they've been banged up up front. They've been banged up at the linebacker. They've been certainly banged up in the secondary and it's just next man, man. And they're stepping up and, and, and again, if you, if you don't really know the team, you don't even notice, and, right. you know, and sometimes, you know, that's, that's just tremendous. I mean, you know, that's, that's how you win championships by, you know, cause you're going to get banged up and you're going to have years where you're banged up more than other years. And this is one of those years they're banged up more than probably more than he's had. And right. since, since, since Coach Clark's been at UAB is probably, this might be, this is probably the worst year, the most banged up he's been and, you know, injury wise and, and, um, yet, yet they still keep thriving, you know, so it's great to see. Yes, it is. And just all around, you know, again, great effort by the defense. And really, you look at the two scores that Marshall got. The first one, you know, coming late, right before halftime, um, you know, that is what it is. But that second one, I, you know, they they went forward on that fourth down, and then they called a defensive P.I. on, I think, Starling Thomas, if I wasn't yeah, mistaken. Yeah, yeah. Like that Starling, was not yeah. – I don't think that was P.I. Yeah, and, I, you know, I from from our viewpoint up, up, up top um, – you know, now it was, it, it's strange that it, at that stadium, their lights are terrible. It's really dark there. And so it's kind of hard to see the field sometimes. And, and, um, and we were looking through a dirty window too, at least I was. And, um, <laughs> um, so, so I, I, you know, I, I, so I thought it could, could have been PI from where I was sitting, but I'm a long way away. But then I had people who were down on the sideline who had good views of it said they didn't feel like it was feel like yeah, it was just it was. two guys battling to, to go for the ball. And I haven't seen it on the replay yet, but, um, you know, I, you know, from a UAP, UAB perspective, they felt like it was a bad call. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, it, it's hard to say, and, you know, I think, I think one thing, there was so much fighting going on with it and it was really both ways, but that's just, I mean, you're going to get that call probably nine out of 10 times. Yeah, on the road too. Yeah, yeah, on the road. Whether it's right or wrong call, you're probably gonna it's probably gonna be called. Um, So you know, it didn't bother me as much, even though it was a key situation, obviously. Uh, But um, you know, I mean, they responded to it, and that was a good thing. But you know, I hated it because I because I really thought they did a a good job of letting them play for most of the night. Yeah, and and that's that's what frustrates me is you you know you let that same play you know, on the same team now, you, you, you know, cause, cause UAB had some physical coverage, you know, early in the game, especially, and you let it, you let it go, you know, you let it, you let them play. And then in a key situation, you change and that becomes a penalty. Mm-hmm. You know, that, that's to me, what's tough is you're letting that same thing go at one point on the same team. So it's not like you're, you know, not like you let it go against the other team. 
you know, you let it go, yet you caught in this situation. So to me, that was that was, the timing that was a little tough. But again, I, I mean, I'd have to look at it to see, um, you know, and, and, and a lot of times, and I'm a big, this, this has always bothered me is a lot of times in those situations, and I'm talking about teams that I root for too, the, the, the guy that makes the first contact on the, on the play is the offensive guy. Yeah. And then it turns into this little, uh, you know, war of hands or, you know, kind of pushing and shoving each other, trying to make a play. And then you end up throwing it on, on the DB. And, you know, it's very rarely is that called offensive pass interference. The only type of offensive pass interference is called is when it's just a blatant push. Yeah, push off, yeah. But when the hand fighting's going on, you're letting them do it, but you're not letting the DB do it. And that kind of – that's always bothered me. And, that, and I'm not talking about that play in particular because I haven't even seen that play. I don't yeah. know if it was good or bad. I hadn't seen – you know, because, I, like I said, I'm looking through a dirty window from 200 yards away. <laughs> you know, I, I certainly can't say if that was a good or bad call. Um, but um, but I, you, you should have like, you you know, got that like Windex out, man. Windex out. Yeah, well, I should have. <laughs> I, I didn't bring it with me, so uh, – <laughs> So, uh, you know, but, um, but, you know, again, the, the best thing is they, you know, they responded to it afterwards and, you know, yeah. ends up that's, uh, you know, that didn't cost them anything. So that's good. Well, and just overall in the game too, only six penalties this game, you know, that's a big step, you know, from UAB, at least the past few games, you know, having a uh, double digit penalties. And, and I mean, you know, like, like we said, we can, you know, nitpick this defensive pass interference call, but also the uh, unsportsmanlike on Ron Davis, really those you can maybe nitpick. But well, and, and I did see the replay of the Jacoby Jones hold. That was not a hold. Like, oh my just, goodness. Like, he just, he just planted the guy. Yeah, it, the broadcast it, it, was like he tackled him. I was like, man, he didn't tackle. No, him. he, he planted him. Yeah. No, there there was not. That was not a hold. Yeah. Now, now that doesn't mean they didn't miss some holes, but that particular play right there. Yeah. Kobe Jones did not hold that guy. No, he didn't. You know, now, now I don't know if somebody else held on that line on that same <laughs> play. I did. I didn't look and got yeah. away with it, but that was not a hold on Kobe Jones. He just planted the guy. Mm-hmm. So, so they, they miss that one now, you yeah. know, and again, it, it, it's, it's, see, it's really easy though, to, to watch a replay and go, Oh boy, they miss that. I mean, sometimes with your angle that you have, you see something, you think it was a whole that. And I respect that, you know, cause that, that's all you, you know, officiating is hard, man. It is. Uh, you know, that, that game's, that game's going so fast and you know, these guys are so big and strong, you know, I, I don't, I don't really fault them for it because it happens, but, um, you know, with the benefit of replay, slow motion replay, he did not hold him on that play. I'm just telling you that right now. You know, with the benefit of that, you know, uh, he did not. So that's all I got to say on that. Yes. Well, guys, uh, we'll be back in just a couple of days to get you ready for that next playoff game in San Antonio against more than likely a ranked UTSA team. It's going to be tough. I'm going to go back and wa- rewatch this film of the Marshall game, but I'm also going to go back and rewatch that UTSA Southern Miss game because Southern Miss evidently was able to do something on UTSA. So got to go well, back and rewatch. It was great. <laughs> it was great. And I haven't seen it, but I was kind of uh, following it a little bit. Yeah. They, they were down. Frank Gore Jr. was playing quarterback. What? And, and they played two quarterbacks yesterday. This is great. I love Will Hall, man. He's going to be good there. <laughs> Yes, they were playing two. They they were they were you know so beat up at quarterback. They they Frank Gore Jr. played quarterback for wow. the most most of the game. The other quarterback they played was I don't remember his name, Antovius McGee or something like that. He's a receiver. 
And and so they played a quarterback and receiver at I mean a running back and receiver at quarterback and and darn near beat them. And and honestly, I didn't know I didn't realize it until I saw the the um, the uh, box. So I, I guess the highlights. You know, we watched a little oh. bit of the highlights last night. The uh, you know on the play before we you know while we're sitting on the play, mm-hmm. and the uh, it's seventeen to seventeen with you know four minutes left or so. And and um, they turn the ball over. Southern Miss turns the ball over deep two times mm. to give them their last ten points. One of them was a fumble. Uh, I think it was the quarterback got sacked or stripped or something. I don't remember what it was about the you know about the ten yard line to get the final touchdown. Uh, mm. So they're they're within you know they're it's a game late and and it was just a couple of mistakes. But he did that with Frank Gore Jr. was he was two for three passing. Um, for whatever yards, and then rushed for about 125, just taking a direct snap. Basically, wow. they ran the wild. Basically, ran the wildcat the entire game against that defense too. I, wow. Against that defense and wow, big yards. But they had, you know, they had didn't have, they got a pick six to uh, get one. Well, I definitely, you know, look forward to uh, you know rewatching that, and uh, we'll be back in just a couple of days, guys, to get you ready for that UTSA game. But as always, go Blazers.